Uh, welcome back to the Beyond I Do podcast. Uh, we decided to bring our children back to uh, discuss some uh, topics, uh, things, and we decided to let them have it and see what they wanted to discuss. So, uh, so y'all, fair warning. Yeah. They're about to take over and we're just going to follow their lead. Yep. Hey, you guys. It's Tyson and uh, Regan to my left. Regan. We're Hello. back. <laughs> Oh, okay. The gentleman says it's our show now. Oh, the takeover? Mm-hmm. Yes. The, um, what are we, we going to call it? T and Ray ain't no way. I like that. Because I don't. Apparently I don't. it's not. Mess with us. <laughs> mess with mess us. Mess with us, Way. It don't matter because it still fall under Beyond that I do LLC. Mess with us, hide that face. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's like a B plus. I do. Mess with us, hide that face. So at any rate, you guys, enough Tom, Tom Foolery. Exactly. So, um, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that from me. Whatever, I used that word in a sentence earlier. But anyways. Okay, Merriam-Webster. <laughs> All right. So, um, really quickly before we get started, I did want to come through and just give a little push to a certain narrative on a situation that's been going on. Um, for those who aren't aware, the situation of Carlisha Hood and her son in um, Chicago I think it's very important how we speak about black stories, especially when children are involved. And um, I actually just heard Carlisha herself on a live earlier with another lady by the name of Rahima. And she was actually the lady who recorded the situation. Um, So she was able to put that video out from a different angle and deter some of the narratives that were being spun throughout social media and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the news and a lot of the blogs weren't even reporting the situation correctly, how it actually happened. Um, Rahima confirmed it as well as Carlisha. There was no, she wasn't getting up in that man's face, Mr. Jeremy Brown. She wasn't getting you know, combative with him. Um, comes to find out he did have a history of DV with women, not to get too, you know, um, deep into that, but um, that was nothing new for him. And the um, situation's not fun. There was no text. Yes, there was no text this, too, by the, the way. Her she son confirmed was that there was no text message. In there. Um, this woman has been through a lot. Her son has been through a lot. They <laughs> both were arrested, separated from each other. You know, her, you know, I think uh, the worst fear for a lot of black women is seeing their kids have to go through that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's easy to say when you're not in a situation, um, oh, I would have done this and I would have, well, guess what? You weren't there. So they were. And um, at the end of the day, I just wanted to, you know, put that narrative out there, you know, like she cleared everything up. Um, Hopefully she's able to get things smoothed over in court um, smoothly. Their charges were dropped, I believe, two days ago. And, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, but, you know, we as black people need to do better with how we conduct ourselves and speak to each other. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's, that's true. Agreed. And I, I want to add to that, like, you know, as a father, <clears throat> that boy is going to need a lot of, of uh, mental health. Yes. Support, uh, right? Support. Right. And he was he was a good student. He was yeah, on a good not, track. He yeah. was on honor roll from what she said. He, he and, was, and, and I'm sure he's he was on the right path. Like, a, a bad kid. Exactly. I would think that they live in Chicago area, okay, and you know, pretty dangerous area. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. She's a licensed carrier. She has a gun. Yes. And he knows where the gun is. He probably brushed up against it, opened it, 
a glove compartment and seen it several times. Mm -hmm. So when he was sent to the car, mama said, go to the car. You don't need to be seeing this. His instinct kicked in. Yes. Like, I got to protect my mama. And maybe he, maybe his intentions and, were to bring her the gun. Yes. But when he walked in the door and saw a man him hitting his yes. mother, right? And mind you, those were hard hits. These are these are yeah. hits that can oh, get yeah. up. And everybody's the first video I saw, it was like yeah. he was. Well, hard. even if they he were tapped, his, they were still yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, he was close to hitting her like a man. Yes. I mean, like she could have, she could have left the earth. Yeah. But now he's gone. So, you know, and, and that, that's the thing, like... Came from hot dogs left from me. I'm trying to think. If I had my mom's gun in my hand at 14, and I'm walking in, and I see this man <laughs> assaulting my mother like that, I, I probably would shot him myself. Yes. I mean, that's just... It is what it is. You know, we talk about protecting our women. We talk about protecting black women. We talk about protecting our mothers. I... I would have done the same thing. When it comes you know time to do it, like that's that, and that's what that looks like at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure from and from what are the stories that I heard of the young man, his mental health was not all the way there. But at the yeah. end of the day, when you're putting other people's livelihood into um, danger, some yeah. of that stuff, like we can't, everything cannot be an excuse of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we all at right. this table have something going on with us, whether it's mentally or health wise. We're not going around acting like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's right. a way that you conduct yourself. Right. And, exactly. and, that, that was, and over some food. By the way, the situation, just to clear that up, um, this is a prepackaged food place. So Carlisha was just saying, I think she, um, something about onions or something like that. She didn't want that in her food. Mm. And he was just being impatient. And like I said, this is a person who does have a past of domestic violence. So for anybody saying, what did she do? You don't, when you're dealing with somebody like that who handles a woman like that in public around others, mm. It doesn't take anything. Yeah. It does not take anything. So I think we need to undo a lot of that thinking within our community, well, yeah. not just within black people, but as well as people around the world. You know, women yeah. don't have to do anything to provoke an abuser. It's just an abuser. And, that's and, and that's the thing that, like, when I was would tell you guys, like, when you started driving, like, you know, I know getting the road rage, you know, you, you get upset because people are doing the wrong things mm -hmm. in traffic. An instinct you want to flick them off, you want to pull up, you want to say something to them, but like, you got to be careful of that because you don't know who you're dealing with. Yep. You know, and I've I seen, saw, I've seen yeah. videos where people are following home. Yeah, I saw a video like, the other know, day. Right. Actually, earlier, um, one of my leasing agents showed it to me. That was, it wasn't funny, but kind of was. Um, dude got out with a machete. Yeah, was, I saw that video. He yeah, thought he was yeah, doing yeah. something. Then, yeah, yeah. then dude pulled yeah. the 9mm yeah. out. Gun, and he, he walked right in the truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. No, no, she didn't. I saw the guy with a machete. Uh -huh. Well, the um, that and that's the thing. You're safe. It was. I can't remember which one of you. I I think it was maybe Reagan had just started driving, and there was a situation in Philadelphia where a young girl, 18 years old, driving. She's getting on the interstate. Her and this grown man, um, not letting each other over, mm. and. He killed that girl. Yeah. Over merging. Yeah. And so it. that's my thing is you know you just you never know who's mm -hmm. in that other vehicle. Yes. Yep. So, um, thank you, son, for clear clarifying that um, yes. because I had some concerns um, as far as you know whether or not she summoned him in and because that's that's a situation I would never want to 
invite my children into. Right, yeah. right. And so also, I'm glad that that was cleared up. And also, um, another thing that I heard from the live that I listened to yesterday, um, it's it's very dangerous out in New York City and places like Chicago for women, especially you know black women. It's the, oh yeah. Okay. We know how this country treats us, and especially women mm -hmm. that are black. So oh, yeah, yeah. if you cannot get out, you know, look up your, you know, safety laws, see what weapons you can have, because at the end of the day, you don't want to be in a situation where you have to, where it's you or somebody else, right. but everybody that was chastising her, if, if that was their situation, I think they still want to be here I'm, and I'm, not dead I'm over I'm glad something. you brought that up because there was a situation when we went to the, my mother and I went to the gym this morning. Right. Tell them about that, baby. So this morning at the gym, um, I was waiting for your dad to finish. So I'm sitting in the little lounge area and one of the employees is in there. And there was a young girl, you know, during the summer, they have the high schoolers can come for free. And so there was a young teenage girl. She was talking to the employee. And so the girl walked out. The employee looked over. She spoke to me and we were starting to talk. And the little girl came back in. She said, oh, yeah, I meant to tell you. And she pointed out an older man who was in the gym working out. And when I say older, he was probably at least in his late 40s, early 50s. Mm -hmm. And she's, and this little girl was probably high school age. Mm -hmm. uh, when she said this, my mama and teacher instincts kicked in. So I immediately, you know, started listening. And she said this man makes comments to her has made comments to some of her friends when they come in and she says this makes me so uncomfortable I just hate that he's here the wife was there also and so I'm like the like no one has the right to make someone uncomfortable mm -hmm. um, I don't care what this girl had on I don't care what she didn't have on no one has the right to make someone feel uncomfortable. And certainly, there were lines crossed when it came to his age versus this is a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've had the conversation, you know, I'm not going to tell you don't go out wearing X, Y, and Z because that's the wrong thing to teach. Yeah. The right say. thing to teach is, son, you make sure that you're respectful of, mm -hmm. of women that you come in contact yeah. with. Son, we respect humans. Yeah. And and it's not a hard thing. Like it's one not. thing that very much aggravates me with like a lot of my generation of men is they act like it's such a hard thing to have respect and boundaries uh, when dealing with women. I get it can feel kind of iffy when, when communicating because a lot of women are on guard because there are a lot of creeps out there. You know, and there are creep women too. We're aware of that, but majority you know, living in patriarchy is what it is. But as far yeah. as that's concerned, it's not that hard to, like, one thing about, especially, like, black women, I know how the world treats black women. I'm very apparent to that. I go out of my way when we're at work and we have new black um, woman servers or workers or whatever. I go out of my way, hey, baby, my name's Tyson. How are you? You're so pretty. I know that that's not something that black women are used to hearing, unfortunately. So mm -hmm. a lot of the times, and even when you get deeper into our community, it depends what your body looks like, depends on what your hair yeah, texture looks yeah. like. So, and, and that's stuff mm -hmm. that we have to, we need to start speaking about too. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's a long conversation, but there are conversations mm -hmm. that they need to yeah. be had 
so things can be rectified. You know, we're talking about, you know, ending certain systems and all this stuff. If you can't end the byproducts of the systems, you'll never be able to end the master. That's like mm-hmm. skipping the levels to get to you are, the You're boss 100% level. correct, and I knew as a young man who grew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. In, in, in our days, you know, that's when the outfits were more skimpy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know the short shorts, the, the short skirts, mm-hmm. and I remember guys having conversations like, "Look at that girl; she must be freaky because she has that dress on." Mm-hmm. And I participated in some of those conversations because that's what was going on at the time. But deep down inside, I'm like, that still doesn't mean that guy got the right to grab her or, or, or assault her. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean. Anything, or even to say anything, even if she's outside butt naked, running around, that doesn't mean that a man has a right to approach her or attack her, right? Thinking that this is, you know, this is my this is why she's doing it, yeah. That's male, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy always got my bag, and if it ain't mommy, is that. Um, <laughs> I know what that was. That was, <laughs> that was the guns they got to worry about. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they've been putting in that work. And Don't play with not, them. And if it's not these Where guns, I, I got three of them. Period. They're right there. No, my gun. Chase. Oh, One no. of those, Chase. Okay. No, whatever okay. you yeah. want to say. I just want to say that, like, um, I'm 21, and ever since I was about... Let's see. Ever since I started high school, which was, um, I was about 14 for about a month and a half or so, and then I turned 15. So, like, ever since I started high school, I would say that I've been not sexualized necessarily, but because I have a nicer chest, a fuller, more bigger chest compared to other people, I tend to get more... Um, compliments and more stares due to that and that I feel is another issue because who are you to say that I need to wear a bigger short shirt or I need to wear longer shorts even though never mind we're not going into that but (laughs) it's like the other day I was at Dollar General and this guy said something about somebody's shorts and I swear it was me because my shorts, yeah, they were short, but it's darn 95 degrees outside. If I wanted to be butt naked, I would, respectfully. But I would never, you know? So yeah, I'm gonna go out exactly. But I'm gonna go out in some short booty shorts because it's hot, you know? So and and, and that's the thing, like, I think going back to the school thing, it's like they taught us to say to chastise the girls when well, you right. don't need to put that on. Right. Same thing in like these some of these churches, you know, well, she don't need to wear this short skirt because it's gonna uh, uh, throw the men right. off. Yeah. Instead like of talking lust. to the men and talking to the boys, like and, no, right. Regardless right. of what that young lady has on, you still respect her. The, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Well, it's you like have to consider shaming, the source you know? also. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I feel like with people, one thing that's the issue with problem solving, people want to attack the symptoms of the problem. I would say maybe symptoms or after effects yeah. instead of going for the main problem. The main um, problem yeah. is self-respect and boundaries. Well, mm-hmm. and you said something about patriarchy. So when you think about it, um, 
those type that type of thinking supports that patriarchy mm -hmm. yeah. because if we villainize the girls and tell them you can't wear spaghetti straps because it's distracting mm -hmm. instead of telling the boys doesn't matter what she has on you're here to learn then we can continue to perpetuate that patriarchy because yeah. those boys are going to grow up to be men and those men are going to have power and they are going to cross lines like and now the law that. supports them doing that because, like well, you shouldn't that. have worn yeah. that. Mm, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there, the, um, there was a, a memoir by the, um, I don't want to call her a victim. Um, her name is Chanel Miller, I believe, the um, person who Brock Turner um, assaulted, sexually mm. assaulted. He um, got away with which I don't know how. Right. Yes. So. Her memoir is heartbreaking mm -hmm. to to hear what what her and her family went through because this man saw an unconscious woman. Unco like how do you even blows my mind. So yeah. that but that supports that patriarchy if we go ahead and blame mm -hmm. her. Well she shouldn't have been there drinking. She shouldn't have yeah. been there. Well she she was sending flirty messages to her boyfriend. She must be a whore. And what? That, and that <laughs> and that punk ass judge gonna sit up there talking about knew that this guy was, you know, talking about he needs uh Opportunity to, uh -huh. to, to he needs a second chance. A fine young you don't need man. no this damn second chance. You assaulted a woman. You assaulted right. a young lady. What second chance? What? I wonder how to go out there and do it again. Because that's how they end up being repeat offenders. They're repeat offenders because these judges keep letting them out because this patriarchal mindset and that says that the victim is the problem and not the damn assailant is the problem. I wonder how that judge would have felt had that been. His child, and I think we—I honestly think we need to stop saying that because we—that that doesn't matter. And even going back to the situation earlier, oh no, no, gosh, no, no, it doesn't. It but. puts it into perspective for some people, and they might back down a little bit on what they're right. saying. Right. But people were saying that you know, bringing back to that situation earlier um, with Carlisha, people were saying that about Jeremy. He has two daughters. What about his daughters? Well, he wasn't thinking about them when he was yeah. swinging exactly. on his right. baby mama of his kids, got, that's, that's, or on Carlisha. You know, right, like, I agree. at the end of the day, some some yeah, men just. They don't have if you don't respect a woman, it does. I don't even mm -hmm. think it matters if you make one. It, you, you just don't have respect. For I, women. I don't. I okay. So I see what you're saying, but I don't think the two things are the same. He might put his hands on his girls or their moms, but I bet if someone else, did oh, definitely, that, definitely. So that's what I meant oh, when, when I said that about that the judge. It's, it's always gravy until it's your own. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's I what think, I mean. Well, I think why why I said that is because I don't think it's a genuine thing. I think it's more of an ownership thing. Like, how dare you touch my of property course it like is. that? It's yeah. not a thing of course, I genuinely no, don't care about my daughter or like it's, that. It's because a, if you um, did, your daughter would have a, mm -hmm. a, a wedded mother, right. siblings, and right. wedded right. And what I'm saying, right. and, and what I'm saying is the patriarchal mindset to say that's give that judge the, the thought to say we're going to get this right. young woman a chance because and you're a professional. had that young woman not been drinking, now, she wouldn't be in this situation. So it's almost like a judge. it's almost like he's chastising maybe he's chastising his children for or drinking. Himself. Or himself. Yeah. Or himself because he had to have a mindset for, to, Right, to because that. this is supported. It's and supported. also, yeah. mm -hmm. and keeping in mind it's and maybe we should like um, pivot a little bit because we're going to talk about like generational differences. Mm -hmm. Um, 
kind of pin it on that judge. So, like, I don't know, me and you, we've talked before mm-hmm. and talked about the generational differences. And mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I've just come to a point where even, you know, me and uh, my cousin, we spoke the other day, and um, I just, like, certain people are going to stay stagnant in their way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Even if they're trying to adapt, there's going to be slip-ups. They're going to say some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man might try to be a little better with how he handles women. If he grew up in a certain time era, he's still probably going to let a comment slide or two. It Possibly. probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, but isn't but, that what redemption and forgiveness is for? I think so, but... I, mean, I think we have to work on what atonement and accountability looks like. Because I don't think as humans we're even raised to be humiliable in the first place. But I don't think we're raised to say I'm sorry. I think a lot of us would rather just run the other way, look the other cheek. Like even eh, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Some, not well, all of us. Now, but some people are raised to say I'm sorry too much. Okay, that's where to, I was going like, to go. Because yeah. with the and two, sometimes with those are the people that don't even need to say it. Yeah. Or... So with y'all, I never, and, and people would sometimes question it, I never yeah. made y'all apologize. Because I feel like if you do something and it warrants an apology, that needs to come from within. Yep. If not, mm-hmm. we're creating yeah. little sociopaths. And I've yeah. always said that too. I've if said that you too. you can I'm just gonna have be re- mimic being remorseful, yeah. I definitely don't want to help you develop that talent. Yeah. Um, same thing with sharing. I, we never forced you to share. Mm-hmm. We talked to you about the benefits of versus yeah. not. But as adults, we don't walk up and say, hey, let me hold that. And you mm-hmm. say, no, don't share. You don't yeah, do that as adults. That, yeah. that needs to be something mm-hmm. you need to learn. That's empathy. You need to understand there's benefit mm-hmm. to this. If I share, they can share. Not to where it's manipulation, because that's what happens when mm-hmm. it's yeah. forced, mm-hmm. is it becomes manipulative and we're and, creating and, and little sociopaths. Probably some of, those, <laughs> some of those common uh, teachings that, you know, the commonality, like you were saying about, you know, the, the parents who, uh, we're going to teach Junior to share his toys with people, and it becomes a common practice. So when you have that common practice, you've got thousands of people doing this thing now. So now you've got thousands of people who think this way. And then you have and others who are not raised that way. become adults, like, no, no, you need to share with me. And then you Why? have little Johnny <laughs> yeah, yeah. who was forced to share, and he yeah. does it. Yeah. But in his mind, he's thinking, as soon as you get up and walk off, I'm going to trip you up. Because exactly. I didn't want you to have my toy. Exactly. exactly. Or he's looking at his mom thinking, okay, you made me share. I'm going to share it. But later on the night. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I, I just never believed in, in doing that because I wanted y'all to learn how to empathize with people and understand that you can, you sense something, you feel something, and you act based on that. So to me, I'm, I'm not going to force you to apologize to someone. Right. Because, and, and I'm the type of person that I don't want your apology if it's not real. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I you don't told want, me that exactly. I don't want yeah. it. Because an apology without change is manipulation. manipulation. Exactly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's right. And, and also the thing about it, too, with making changes, like if we're going to make societal changes, some changes are going to affect people in their way. You know, you might have some people that will change, like, man, I saw that, you know. A lot of people changed their minds because we were home during the pandemic and they saw George Floyd get murdered day in and day out. They saw it. Well, now it seems like, you know, since 
society is going back to work and going back to the workforce, there's not as much attention being paid to these tragedies that happen, so it's almost becoming commonplace. But you have to think, okay, well, there's going to be a change in some people, but if we're going to talk about change, it's going to have to take a change generation after generation. Just think about it. My generation, uh, there are things that we did in my generation that my parents' generation, our parents' generation, they would look at us and be like, oh, hell no, we didn't do that. In the same way with y'all's generation. So the, the change is really, hopefully we just pass it on to you guys so you pass on to the next generation. Hey, this is not how you treat women. You treat right. women this way. You know it, what I'm saying? It starts somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully and know when to get into situations because I think people act like they're so, oh, oh, well, that's none of my business. Okay, well, if you're an individual now, then you need to stay individual all your damn life. Don't comment on other situations. I don't like that stuff. I don't like selective morality. That irritates me. It is now, so annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying get up and be sister soldier, brother soldier on every situation. You do need to pick and choose your battles, and as black people specifically, I think that's something we should work on. And how we respond to things. Again, yeah. with the Carlisha situation, that didn't have to happen. This yeah. lady wants her food right. She paid for her food. Allow her to get her damn food yeah, and go about your going about your thug magnificent day. Whatever do as 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 I'm sure some people, which I hope learn, he effed around and he found, he found out. Him, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And um, and, and and it's sad hey, that oh, hey, it's sad that somebody had to lose his life in order to learn a lesson. <laughs> I, man, right. He didn't need to lose his hopefully, life. Sometimes but sometimes karma is a, you know, exactly. a bullet. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. I would like to <laughs> go back to something because we've talked about this some with the difference in the the generation. Mm-hmm. I feel like your generation, and and based on what you said. There is no, like y'all are not good with give. There is no leeway. There is like it's it's black or white. There's no gray. So this okay. So well, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would say it depends on what you're talking about. Like the stuff that Dad mentioned earlier. For my generation, yeah. Nowadays, well, unfortunately, dating podcasts have undone. I think some of the progress that maybe some men were making being better. But um, in the dating world itself, the progress of that has definitely been raveled a bit in the last few years because everybody picks up a microphone and don't know what the hell they're talking about. But I will say mm-hmm. that um, prior to maybe some of that, you know what I'm saying, a lot of things that maybe it was acceptable for dudes to say when, when you were coming up. Mm-hmm. My generation is a bit more apt to call that out. Now, I won't say that's all men, but I'll definitely say we're, we're more apt to call that out. It depends on who it is. It varies in the situation, of course, but I think, I don't know, I, I think so we, it, you also have to understand we watched y'all, like we've seen some instances, I'm sure there are boys who have seen their mothers be, you know, harassed by men and stuff like that, um, heard stories about it, maybe their moms have told them or um, their dads have told them, whatever the situation may be, whoever's mm-hmm. abusing whom, I think you just get to a point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and Sometimes it can feel like when we speak or when we say certain things, one thing that I will say from the older generation is there's a lot of ageism. And I will say it goes both ways. But I do feel like a lot of black people, like one of of the favorite sayings in the black household, 
I gotta be honest with y'all is I've been your age once. You've never been mine. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. very true. Mm-hmm. However, like we said earlier, age, um, what did I say? We said we were in the kitchen. And um, with age, we were talking about not giving a bleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with age comes that. But I also said also just with experience. You know, life can take you through a lot of things. With and experience. Certain, yes, yeah, yep. definitely. And, experience. and, and yeah. the experience, more I, I say, you have. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. true. But it's not mutually. I wouldn't say they're mutually exclusive. I wouldn't say that. Because there are some people who have been through stuff at 25 that a 40-year-old may not have been through. Right. There's a 25-year-old right. that got shot. Right, I, I completely not, agree. So, you know, but in in the situations where we've said those things to you, mm-hmm. it has not been anything outside of our experience. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, and I sometimes never, when you're a kid, you can't hear that. Maybe. Right, that could be that too. Right, right, right. Because I would never speak to someone on an experience that I've not had, mm-hmm. and tell them they're wrong or what have you or tell them this is what you should do because I don't know I've not experienced it but that's what when I said you know y'all are not good with the like with the give um so I'm trying to think of an example that's not very controversial but I can't um, think of one either I I can think what comes to mind when you said that was like uh like online for instance um a star made a comment about, I don't know, the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. okay? And it was this comment, well, the LGBTQ community is not upset about what it said. It's somebody that is not a part of the community. They're saying, well, you just offended the LGBTQ community. You just offended them. They didn't say anything. You said it. As you, as you're not a part of that community, but you said it because... You you've taken their pain and voiced your opinion yourself. Mm-hmm. And I you know mean, what I'm saying I've seen one or two situations like that, but I think it depends on what situation. Yeah, but, but, what I'm saying, but what I'm saying where, is because but what I'm saying is because this person that is not in the community voices their opinion, then it gets other people involved. Yeah. Then it gets those and, people involved. And and now man, now we're talking about canceling this person when when you talk to and, and, and this is this is where another uh, thing that disconnect too. If you talk to a lot of the older LGBTQ community, they're not bothered by what that person said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so it's that there's that there's a generation gap in that sense. You know where there are things that like will frustrate y'all, and we'd be like, uh, you know what I'm saying. And I mean, but y'all talk about it for hours. Like, it pissed me off. It pissed, yeah, it pissed me off too. But I mean, so you know we have that. That's where that uh, uh, experience comes in. To okay, I know how to deal with this frustration. I know how to deal with this situation. I've been here before, and that's where that experience comes in. So that okay. Um, there was the the post that I told you about in the one group where um, there was a woman. She was at a, and it was obvious she's at a pole dance conference, and you could tell that she was classically trained as a dancer and as a gymnast. You could tell in in the artistry of what she was doing. And so I made a comment about, you know, I wonder how her parents feel about the money that they um, put into the the training. And I did the little laughing emoji because in my mind, I'm thinking of this conservative couple who's, you know, who are 
uh, appalled and horrified mm-hmm. that this is what their child chose to do and they've put all that money into it. Ha ha, move on. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging her. Uh, I'm not a judgmental person. I was impressed by the artistry of it and could tell she's been classically trained in dance and in gymnastics. You could mm-hmm. tell. And so someone responded and said, what does that mean? What do you think it means? It's a joke. Yeah, that's what people say. They'll say things like that. And, oh, yeah, it's a joke. Ha, ha, ha. Yep. Yep. And they went in on me. That's that give. Now, y'all know, for one, I'm not judgmental. I'm, I, I was impressed. The face may look Now, I recall that. I recall we spoke about that. And, I mean, I will say that I don't... I, I don't know, did you put like a maybe a LOL gift on it or something? I put the little laughing emoji. Oh, okay. Well, I and mean, I put whatever I said the parent said, I put in quotations. Mm-hmm. So well, as if he were saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think social media, sometimes things get lost in, in okay. and and translation. And with that, mm-hmm. that's where I'm saying there is not any give with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like once one person said, oh, mm-hmm. She being nasty. Well, I, I get the what rest you, of them have to, on. We're also, there was no redemption for me in that. Yeah, yeah. But we're also in the age of women empowerment, where in anything that is taken as Amber Rose was able to co-opt the slut walk and call it that proudly. And I, while I don't agree with everything that surrounds her, I will say that the initial of what she was going for, women be able to be themselves, right, in their own element, like. I remember seeing a, a, a tweets where women were saying, what would you do if there was no man for 24 hours? I, and it was uh, the horrifying. The simplest tweet that I saw that made me, it kind of like hurt, was like, mm-hmm. I would go for a walk at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like, with, there's with, a music, whole, with music With music playing. in my ears. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So I think that my generation, and they... I think that men in y'all's generation, I won't say that they were... I don't know. I go back and forth on if they respected women more, but I think there was a bit more of a boundary and respect there. Whereas now, if, okay, maybe maybe in y'all's generation, a girl got catcalled by a group of dudes, they might talk their little trash with her, but now I feel like my generation, if, if they catcall a girl and she walks off, hey, look, well, I wasn't talking to you, and that may turn into a whole different situation right. where she's dead. So well, things I, are escalating. Egos are fragile. I remember, I remember... In the the malls, escalation part. Like though. when we were teenagers, I remember in the malls, like A Shaw let me holler at you. And then she'd be like, nah. Well, F you then, bitch. You know, right. Going about your, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't an attack on that was but it. But that's it. You know but now and now they like right. taking people out and stuff. And and I and I agree and I understand that part. But my thing is the very thing that you all or or that generation that when you say we are doing X, Y, and Z, y'all are behaving the very same way. Mm-hmm. So to say that, you know, I am, um, I don't know, uh, being judgmental or whatever mm-hmm. and not understanding my intent, they came on and did the same thing they were accusing me of to me. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know, I'm, I'm not judgmental. Yep. You like it, I love it. I love to see people living their lives in the way that they see fit and not being worried about what other people say. As long as you're not hurting other people, I absolutely love that. Well, I would say to that, I would say, 
I think we know you. Mm-hmm. That lady who's coming to does not know you. Right. So I, I would say that's something. If I were you, I would have said that to make it like a group chat. Because your group chat knows you. Oh, understand. The Facebook but, but, friend group, even with you're that, dealing with strangers. Right. But even in that, so think about what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. That I, I need to censor it mm-hmm. because it may well, be I'm just, I'm saying, I'm saying when I go to post stuff, um, I keep in mind that even though I do music, there's things that I've changed in my music. There's things, title tracks that I've changed for professionality uh, cases because I'm still um, in the workforce. Um, God right. hoping, God well, hoping I mean, one day I can eat off of that. Well, but for I mean, now, it's just a certain way that you move. There's certain things right. that now, I, okay, if I have this opinion, let me call my friend and say this instead of posting this here because it can be taken 53 different ways and I just block people. I'm, in fact, I'm going to respond to you and then I'm going to block you. And, and that's, I, I get so it. So I think it's just but navigating me, social media. Like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, and you ha- with everything but, we just talked about, can you not see how she would have taken, like, she doesn't know you. Right, right, I get all if of that. If I had saw that, I would know, like, oh, mom, she's, you know, she's... That's a I completely get Because I got that. it, especially when so you said you're a conservative, is, you know, couple. Right. Okay. What you're telling me is... I am supposed to extend grace to her. No, I'm not saying I'm not extending to me. No, 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 no. I'm I'm supposed to change my thinking and behaviors, Mm. but she is not willing to listen to me explain what I meant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying necessarily change it. Because she automatically said, "You just doing blah 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 blah," and that's it. And you don't want to hear. Like even if like, mom, even if she would explain herself, she didn't really want to hear. She would still be like, "Ah, you just making excuses." She did. And that's what she did. You know what I'm saying? So now, that, that was no good. Well, was she white? That was no good. No, we don't know. No, was she black? Yes. Oh my god. We don't and y'all know, y'all know, I don't care. So mm-hmm. once I responded I once to her know. and tried to, or I don't even want to try to explain. I responded, and then I think. Somebody else says something. I may have responded like, that second time. I, I may not have, because y'all know I don't care. Um, yeah. I, and I move on, and I'm thinking the, to myself, the, 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 good this, gosh, this is the I, magic. anyone that you deal with. This is the magic of this thing. But I, And I will say this. I think there's extremists everywhere, though. Like, y'all have, of course. Like, in y'all's generation, some, some, there are some grandparents who look at a man in skinny jeans and think the worst of him. Exactly. So I think there are extremes everywhere. I, this, this I think it magic. just seems like our generation is louder because we have social media. You can talk to somebody yeah, in five yeah. seconds. We didn't have right. that. But mm-hmm. the, the magic of even with social media. And some of y'all I just see, talk on social media. Y'all don't talk in real life. But this is the thing, like... <laughs> you don't even say, like, um, excuse you when somebody step on your shoe in public. I can, I can scroll through I can scroll through my Facebook. Me and Mama uh-huh. talk about this all the time. There's this group that we're a part of. And it's for married people, right? And I'll get on there and probably get three or five different, you know, conversations. And there's people posting questions. The most powerful part about the internet is you can scroll right past that moment. Yep. You don't have to say shit. Mm-hmm. Nope. And that's the problem with y'all's generation and even some of my generation. Mm-hmm. Don't say shit. Even if you don't agree with it. Don't. Just scroll. Because that's the most powerful. Then, then you're not even getting in the car. It's the same way had uh, uh, that guy not said anything to that woman. He could have kept all that frustration. That anger, that frustration. Come on, man. It's, you know, he, he, But he would still been alive. But you couldn't do that. And, and the same way would the same way would scroll. Just scroll past it. I see a lot of stuff I don't agree with. Just scroll past it. I am a firm believer 
that the key to everything, the, the one thing that would fix it all is to mind your business. Damn, I'm Worry about you. Damn, I'm not I'm concerned with um, the the. I, I'm I'm just I'm not judgmental. I'm not I'm not picky and, and choosy of who or what is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you? As long as you're not harming people, do mm -hmm. you? I think that's when I think that's and that's true. But sometimes I feel, I feel like my generation is calling out harmful stuff. And because somebody feels like, oh, what does it harm me? It's not important. And I think that's where the issue is. Sometimes it's harmful stuff. Sometimes it's an opinion that something is harmful. Yeah. And that's different. Yeah. Um, another example, an, an example of what I mean with the whole, you know, you focus on you. Um, I've seen it posted on different things. Being a teacher, you know, seeing certain things. The idea that um, a, a book where... So in in fact, there was a lawsuit at one point in our area. The um, it was a middle grade classroom, and two boys kissed in a scene in the book. And this parent took it to the level of lawsuit. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, does your kid have a cell phone? If your kid has an unregulated cell phone. Mm -hmm. That kissing scene in the book is probably the least of your words. Exactly. The second thing is if you feel like that is inappropriate for your child, address that with your child. Address it with the teacher to some extent, mm. but at middle school, address it with your child. And then keep moving. Because another parent may not mm. feel the same way. Mm -hmm. So you can, you have every right to regulate your kids and what they have access to, but you do not okay. have the right to do to take a book that that other parents don't feel the same way was, about. Was it Soraya or her? It was Reagan. Okay. Fourth was fourth grade. I no, uh-uh. She was grade, in. Maybe? She was in second grade, and okay. the, they opened the new school. Yeah. And and, and it was a book. And because she had a friend brought, named Molly who yeah, had moved. Brought home the book. And I started Did reading it. I started reading the book to you at bedtime. And I'm scrolling through. I'm reading and like, oh, wait a minute now. Molly got two mummies. Which? So, you know, this was what, 2000 what? I, uh, early 2000s. So. Early 2000. Middle, 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 middle early 2000. 2005, yeah. 2006, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I scroll through the book and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, well. And that, that, that's something I didn't agree with. So what wait, I did? Wait, that's something that that we weren't ready to address with our second right, grade right. students. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. not the yeah. not the idea of the two moms. Right, right, right. But not I just agree really with talk to my right. Now I was about this. Mm -hmm. that no, that's not a, a discussion age, that you know we had, had so and it took us off. I long. immediately stopped reading the book, and I. I think I told you about it. Mm -hmm. and did email I, I reached out to the I reached out to the media specialist mm -hmm. to let her know. Sent the book back with I, her. Right. Yeah. And she went through, she said there were several that she had pulled. And what I asked was, is there some way to regulate what she's getting? Yeah. I didn't ask them to pull it off because mm -hmm. someone needed that yeah, yeah. with their kid. We had not because, discussed and, that. And, and, and that's so, like, and that we wasn't knew. 
we knew of two mommies in that school. So that we wasn't that. the problem. The yeah. problem was to address it with our child, we want to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. At the time, she went in, she saw the Molly on the book. <laughs> her friend Molly yeah, had just moved, and Molly. that's why she got so caught us off guard. Yeah. And I think... I would say that for some of my generation, the response to that, and I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to certain topics, uh, parents, you know, handle your stuff, that's your kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in terms of that, like, for us, it's just not, it's not a, y'all are from two different generations, or y'all, we're from two different generations, and that's acknowledgeable in that case, but for us, it's just not that, it's not that big a, Molly has two right. mommies. Okay. It wasn't that, but I didn't that's wanna, where we're, but that's what we're, what saying. we're saying is I didn't want to talk to my deal, six, seven-year-old yeah. about this. She yeah. was going to need to understand why. But here's the, but she no, doesn't, he but here's something. the thing with that. No, How do you, no, you don't have to talk yeah. about scissoring. <laughs> okay. Like, Gosh. I think that's where my generation but, is but at. That's, we can this, that. this is the thing, Tyson. So, it's not not wanting to talk to her about it. It's, we had, right? We had not, exactly, okay. we had not spoken to her about that. So exactly. at that point, think about this too now. This your dad read. At night, bedtime story. Molly has two moms. Well, dad, how Molly get two moms? Oh, oh. That's a conversation that mm-hmm. as a parent, yep. you have to prepare for. Exactly. I mean, and, and it can be, but I think also just some kids don't care. You just say Molly has two moms. Some, kids, some kids, don't kids don't care. Don't I care. understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's an easy way as a parent to miscommunicate mm-hmm. or to present or, or, something in a way. Or say the wrong that, thing. Right. That comes out wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in that moment, he was so shocked by it. Yeah. She may have perceived the his reaction as mm-hmm. the situation being negative. Right. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was it's, that it's, it's that's not like, what we expected. It's almost like coming to you at seven years old and talking about, hey man, that Henny tastes slamming. Check out that crown apple. If you're seven years old, that ain't appropriate. It wasn't. It, was, it should have been. <laughs> now, there were well, it wasn't because I didn't talk to you like that at seven. There not were funny. topics that Reagan, we addressed with her earlier than with you because you were so up here and you would ask questions and so answering questions she's there so there were things that she may have heard before you did and I'm cool with that I just in a conversation us talking about something you asking a question cool but that wasn't the case with that. That was bedtime story. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this was what this was yeah, about. Trying, I'm trying to go to bed so I can go to right. work the next day. Right, right. So I ain't got that, time to have a conversation on Molly until two months. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, it, it, had she questioned me, had she asked me that right. any other day. Right. If I she had come and said, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. well, then that's different. But it wasn't a question so it's that like, came you, up. You're not going to sit up there at 930 at night. Talking about modeling or two mommies. I mean, that's like child got to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? But you know. All right. 